verbindet die Welt. Gijs van Dam, Lightning Scientist, Malaysia. More than 20% of all animal species in the world occur in Malaysia, making it one of the regions with the greatest biodiversity in the world. There are a total of 313 mammal species, 620 bird species and 250 reptile species and 150 different frog species. Is this heaven for a veterinary scientist like you? Yes. Did you already check out the equipment of the gym by the pool in your district? Yes. Grunge is a subculture and an alternative rock genre that emerged during the mid-80s. Bands such as Pearl Jam, Nirvana and many others are often addressing themes such as betrayal, trust and desire for freedom. Is Bitcoin a subculture for an alternative money currency that emerged in the early 2009? Yes. Do you prefer a sandwich with old Amsterdam cheese over nasi lemak ayam redang? Yes. Is using JavaScript instead of Python and C++ one of your guilty pleasures? Yes. Are you thinking about starting a lightning-related company? No. You had a company earlier that tried to protect brick-and-mortar bookstores from giants like Amazon uh, and one of your customers was Libris. Did you know that the Libris store in Hilversum in the Netherlands accepts lightning payments? No. Is your nickname Gijs de Wijs? No. Will you write a book about the Lightning Network in the future? No. Are you Satoshi Nakamoto? No. Welcome to the Connected World Weekly Podcast. I'm Edward. And I'm Steph. We are ready to take you with us into the beautiful world of the Lightning Network. Enjoy, Enjoy the, the ride. ride. This is episode 14 of Connect the World. Well, Steph, <laughs> 14 is my lucky number. Nice to see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I'm, uh, it's, it's my ah. birthday on the 14th. Well, you don't know which, okay, uh, okay. <laughs> which season, but uh, 14. And it's no. a double of seven, and seven is a good number, so holy yeah, number. Seven is kind of my, my lucky number, but 21. <laughs> I think take 21 of is course, taking it over. Of so, course, of uh, course. But let's make it a, a lucky uh, episode, this, uh, this episode. I yeah, like man. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have, uh, we have uh, Gijs van Dam. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know what? Uh, actually, uh, Edward, yeah. we found out in the, uh, in the pre-interview that we, we went to the same high school. Oh, yeah. And that is <laughs> very, uh, yeah, it was very surprising to me because, uh, yeah, well, Gijs is living in, in, um, in Malaysia, in Kuala yeah. Lumpur, actually. And... Uh, yeah, well, in the pre-interview, Gijs van Dam obviously is uh, is uh, a guy from uh, from the Netherlands. Yeah. Um, as you so can what tell are by the, the odds? Gijs. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but what? Yeah, okay, but but Holland is not a, a big country, of course. But um, I asked him where where um, yeah where where you're from, and uh, because I'm I'm living north of Amsterdam, and he said Beemster, yeah. and I said, well, well, that's funny because Beemster is, is right around the corner of here, and. Uh, 
And he said, yeah. And um, well, so he told me that he went to Jan van Egmond Lyceum. <laughs> and I think that all the uh, English English uh, uh, talking people are, are, are thinking, what, what is he saying? <laughs> Jan, Jan van Egmond Lyceum. <laughs> that was the name of my high school. But and we, uh, yeah, we went to the same school. So that's very funny, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's really God's funny. <laughs> well, you have some yeah. uh, age and, and difference, I think. But uh, but it's it's curious yeah, that it's yeah. uh, like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he the, the school was in a, in a different building when he when he uh, was uh, was there, and um, so they switched uh, to another location. But uh, and I was thinking, yeah, Gijs is is way smarter than I am, so. I think, uh, yeah, there, there, there was something uh, uh, terribly wrong uh, with, with the school uh, after Gijs uh, left the school because <laughs> I'm not as smart as he is. <laughs> but, well, uh, yeah, very interesting, <laughs> interesting guest. Well, he ended up in Malaysia, uh, exactly like you said it. And he's a researcher and consultant uh, in applied cryptography. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's awesome that we have him on the show uh, this, uh, this evening. Yeah. And he, he yeah. wrote uh, he wrote he wrote uh, two papers where we are uh, going to talk about it with him. But uh, I think uh, that uh, the listeners <laughs> difficult viewers, papers uh, have to uh, have to take a look. <laughs> yeah, it's so <laughs> fucking difficult, man. Exactly. Uh, well, yeah. um, I've, uh, I I have them here and I've read it, but some uh, chapters uh, were uh, yeah were really difficult. And I think that's uh, yeah. well, he's he's more of a researcher, of course. So it's normal to um, to explain and and and. Yeah, tell um, uh, uh, use math to uh, to really show that it um, yeah that that what that you write works. is uh, that it works. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. So the interview with Gijs is uh, is in the second part of our show, and uh, first we uh, we're going to talk a bit about the statistics of the Lightning Network, and of course about our Rings of Fire community, because well, Edward, yeah, we have uh, <laughs> some, we things, have some things to share. I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Gijs is a lightning scientist, so, uh, so perhaps we can uh, talk yeah. about it. No, great. Yes, yeah. let's go to it. Okay, have fun. Have fun. Conecta el mundo. So uh, yeah, last week we had a little over twenty-three point thirty-three Bitcoin pushed into the Lightning Network, and this week we added almost <laughs> two Bitcoin, one point eight Bitcoin actually at once. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. we have now over 25 Bitcoin pushed into the Lightning Network with around 845 members participating in over 104 rings. So yeah, man, I mean, uh, yeah, amazing incredible. stats. I mean, really uh, incredible. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really incredible. Yeah. Well, with 845 members uh, participating for 25 Bitcoin is really uh, incredible incredible and with over 100 rings so <laughs> yeah yeah amazing. we're going to celebrate uh, at the uh, rings uh, ring anecdotes because i can tell you exactly what ring was the 100 so uh, we have to wait a bit for that yeah. uh, celebration but and uh, only we're, we're in eight months <laughs> <laughs> yeah amazing man <laughs> yeah well um we're now at block height uh, 700,024 uh, 724,800 um so that's uh that's a lot and uh um, well i was thinking about the 25 bitcoin and we always looked at the network capacity which is now uh 13.24 bitcoin more uh, than last week 
Um, so we added it all. <laughs> well, that's that's what we uh, <laughs> like to think, of course. Um, and it's now um, the 3,467. And um, there are 56 notes more than last week. So uh, more than 20,560. Cool. And the value of today, cool. um, uh, Steph? Yeah, yeah. So 1 million Satoshis is getting you $393, €349, Euros and uh, $2,400 Chinese Yuan. Yes. And the news for this week. Uh, a couple of things. Simple Bitcoin wallet from Anton. Uh, I'm going to pronounce it good, I hope. Uh, Kumai Khorotsky. <laughs> Uh, from Ukraine, uh, so that makes it interesting. Well done, well done. Um, <laughs> he tweeted to get your money out of Simple Bitcoin Wallet, and that's uh, not a good sign, of course. Um, the, the, it's, uh, he says it's unsafe to keep anything uh, there, given the situation in Ukraine. Um, well, uh, for all listeners, Simple Bitcoin Wallet is an open-source, non-custodial mobile uh, Lightning Wallet, and they also offer uh, optional custodial channels uh, that are at risk at the moment. Um, then Bitcoin uh, Lightning Network Hack Day on in Istanbul. Uh, the sixth version of the Hack Day uh, is being held there. And for everyone, uh, it's a place to discover uh, the Lightning Network. And with uh, some uh, people from uh, Lightning Labs, uh, Carla Kirk-Cohen and uh, Rene Picard is there. Uh, and Recipe Blitz um, and the Lightning ATM. That's also an interesting uh, hardware project. And then uh, to, uh, I saw uh, um, there was a video in uh, on YouTube uh, broadcasting it, so uh, you can uh, great you can okay. uh, check it. I think uh, I think it's it's yeah it's finished by now, but um, yeah I uh, yeah I watched uh, yeah sh- short part of it uh, this uh, this evening. Great, so. I will put um, the yep. URL in the in the show notes. Yeah, and yep. uh, Rusty Russell posted in the uh, Lightning Dev mailing list a detailed proposal for a new set of uh, Lightning gossip messages. And uh, the new proposal uh, uses BIP340 style Schnorr uh, signatures and X only public keys. And the goal is to maximize efficiency and uh, an efficient gossip protocol. And that will be uh, nice. Um, also, the link is in the show notes. And then uh, the last uh, part uh, of Breeze Wallet. Um, the Roy Scheinfeld, the co-founder and CEO of Breeze, uh, wrote an article about uh, seeing the Lightning Network as a liquidity network. And he invites node operators in the article to see themselves as fund managers um, instead of admins. And his end statement is saying that uh, seeing liquidity allocation is the future of the network. So if you're interested uh, in reading it, uh, then um, check it out. Cool. Yes, and then uh, let's have a talk about our ring forecast because, um, yeah, we have a special announcement. We are searching for a woman (laughs) to participate in the uh, one and only uh, Ring of Fire, um, uh, the the woman uh, version, the special woman version. So, uh, yeah, we talked about it with uh, Madeline Ash from uh, PlebNet last episode. And we uh, have now, I think it was already four or five women who are interested to join that one. So if you are a woman uh, and you uh, have a uh, lightning node running and you want to participate in this ring, please um, yeah, contact me on Twitter or uh, uh, just in our Ring of Fire Telegram group. 
uh, and I will make sure that you can participate in that one. We don't know what what the liquidity will be because we don't have consensus about it uh, yet. But um, yeah, yeah but we're taking our, our time with this one. Um, just uh, we don't uh, yeah want to rush it. Um, and it would be nice to have at least six and maybe eight uh, women maximum uh, within this ring. So um, yes, please uh, reach out to us if you want to join. Um, and then we have the 5 million Satoshi's 14th ring. There is only one spot left. So um, if you want to join that one, uh, I think you need to be fast a bit and uh, <laughs> yeah. sign up. Yeah, <laughs> sign up for that <laughs> one. And the other liquidity rings are, uh, yeah, uh, a, lot, uh, a lot of spots left. So uh, don't need to rush to that one. So, um, yeah. Conectar el mundo. Yes, Edwards. And now I have to take the a anecdotes. deep breath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah, always before we record, I'm uh, yeah, I'm getting all the information and all the statistics from our uh, uh, Rings of Fire uh, group, of course. And I saw that we uh, balanced nine rings last week. So I couldn't believe my eyes. So I, I had to check <laughs> to check twice. But it was really there. I saw. I saw that we balanced nine rings. So, yeah. Normally, I, I yeah, I always um, uh, have some nice, nice anecdotes uh, about uh, the ring leader and all. But yeah, with uh, nine rings, it is a bit too much. So I'm going to do this a bit different than than you used to uh, than uh, than you used to. So than I used to. So um, I will only yeah uh, name some of our ring leaders. Uh, I will tell you which countries were involved, and I have like two to three. Um, a nice anecdotes which really stand out. So um, great. Yeah, Edward, are you ready? <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, uh, the, the one million Satoshi's twenty seventh. Uh, Alex Starr was the ringleader there. The one million Satoshi's twenty ninth. Uh, Kao was the ringleader there. Uh, the two million Satoshi's fifteenth. Uh, Setnik was the ringleader there. And the five million Satoshi's thirteenth. Uh, TJ was the ringleader. The 10 million Satoshi's high liquidity ring, always nice to see. Turbo Bus, yeah. again. Turbo again. Bus and Game Changer. Actually, it was, I, I think it was Turbo Bus who, has to, uh, who had to run it initially, uh, the, the Igniter script initially, yeah. but he had some uh, uh, gossip issues because, yeah, we opened the channels only uh, a couple of hours before we wanted to balance. Uh, so the, the, um, the channels were free, uh, really fresh. So we had some uh, gossip issues, but... Then uh, Game Changer volunteered as uh, step-in ringleader and uh, uh, yeah, balanced the ring after all. So that was uh, very nice. Um, we have the 21 million uh, first <laughs> ring because it is a special one because we don't offer that liquidity uh, normally. But it was uh, Pre Lucio who initiated uh, that, that one. He said to us, yeah, it would be very nice. It would be a dream of me to have a ring of fire with uh, 20 mom, 21 million Satoshis. And uh, yeah, we created a poll and I think it was only within one or two days that we had enough participants to, uh, to open up that ring. Um, and uh, Pre Lucio also uh, volunteered to be the right. ringleader. And what was very uh, special about this one is that we balanced it for only uh, for, for zero Satoshis. So um, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. yeah. So don't see yeah, that especially with these high high liquidity uh, rings, right? Because exactly. yeah, we ask everyone to lower the fees. Uh, I think maybe a, a half an hour before we uh, we balance. Um, but yeah, sometimes with these high liquidity rings, we just want to keep the momentum and shoot the transaction yeah. if everything uh, looks fine. And then yes, sometimes uh, 
um, uh, some channels still have, have some nodes still have a high fee. So yeah, normally we pay a little um, uh, for the for the balancing in that uh, in the rings with that high liquidity. But this time, uh, yeah, everything uh, was on our side. So zero satoshis uh, paid. Great. Um, the three million satoshis eleventh uh, ring. It was Herbert Stanze who was the the ringleader over here. And the one million satoshis third ring. It was that was the thir- the one hundred ring, uh, Edward. So uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 man. The one million thirty. Jay, yeah, the one million thirty. So um, Jay Salfa balanced this one also for zero fees. But uh, yeah, man, the one the the hundred ring, uh, Edward. And they only, only knew uh, about it afterwards, right? Or uh, or not? So they were. Well, uh, I told them. Yeah, I told them I, because I found out actually. Uh, jury mentioned me. Yeah. That um, he said to me, "Well, uh, this might be the the hundred ring uh, we are going to open." And then, yeah. so we we checked and uh, we we could confirm uh, uh, that it was the the hundred. Um, so we told uh, everyone. Um, uh, yeah, I think it was just before that we opened all the other channels. So. Uh, that must be amazing. I, I see a lot of countries an, an also. Applause, uh, Edward. Yeah, do you, do exactly. You have, do you have applause for us? Yeah, I have it. Right on, right on. Uh, really. Right on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, amazing. I think it's, uh, it's an amazing uh, achievement, man. Yeah, and for this, so, uh, uh, this is the community is all about this. And, and I think, well, uh, if we uh, can keep this uh, going, uh, please make a donation. Um, with yeah. it, with the bots in the in the Telegram uh, community, um, and then uh, we can uh, do uh, much more of these kind of uh, uh, rings, and also the special rings like the 20, uh, 21 million satoshis, and now yeah. the the only women uh, ring. It's uh, great, great to see this. Yeah, yeah. And and our ringleader Jay Salfa, he said, uh, "You may mention me in the in the show because <laughs> I want to show uh, this episode to my grandkids." So, uh, uh, well, Jay Salfa, <laughs> nice. writing history, great job, man! And say hi, uh, say hi to your grandkids. I think it's uh, it's well, maybe in uh, in twenty years or so, but um, yeah, well, this video will keep online. So, uh, <laughs> good job, man! <laughs> exactly. And uh, yeah, last but not least, Edward, we have the five hundred K Satoshi's twenty six ring. And we yeah. had Rego BTC uh, balance that one. So, uh, yeah. Right. Um, note owners from Germany, Australia, Spain, Belgium, the Netherlands, USA, Sweden, United Kingdom, Japan, Swiss, Mexico, Austria, and Slovenia. <laughs> All in one week. <laughs> Connecting the world, right? Great. 13 Connecting countries. Yeah. yeah, exactly. 13 well, countries involved. Yeah, man. Steph, uh, Alec Azam, it, that, that was it. Uh, thanks you for, um, for this forecast and anecdotes. And let's go to the lightning notes. Make sure to secure your home network. So change default passwords and use two-factor authentication where possible. And keep your software up to date. It's also very important. Uh, please keep in mind that the whole Lightning network is very experimental. Uh, software like uh, MyNote, Umbrel, Resi Blitz, for example, and many others, and LND also, uh, are still in beta phase. Uh, don't blindly run terminal commands on your node if you don't understand uh, them yourself, and especially when prefixed with sudo. Uh, and the last one is also very important. Don't use uh, Satoshis that you're not willing to lose. 
So if you're not aware uh, of all security considerations, then read into it. Educate yourself, read articles, uh, ask for help in Telegram groups so, uh, with high reputation like ours, and uh, listen to podcasts and learn by doing. Otherwise, don't participate. Also, uh, you can stay uh, informed by uh, following us on Twitter. You can find us at uh, Satoshi Radio ROF and follow our lightning leader, uh, Johnny Kiyashu. Join our Telegram group, Satoshi Radio, Ring of Fire and Connect the World and check our website, satoshi.radio. would be nice for you uh, to be part of our uh, Emboss community. You can find us there on uh, Satoshi Radio and like and subscribe uh, to our uh, YouTube channel. Use Podcasting 2.0 to listen to Connect the World and you can uh, check uh, trading for the current value. Uh, you can find all this information, of course, also in the show notes as well. All right, let's get on to the show. Stay tuned. Well, we're excited to have you in, the, in our podcast. Uh, guys, how, how are you there? I'm, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Nice to meet you, uh, meet you, guys. And uh, you, you uh, entered uh, the gym uh, you, because I, I wrote <laughs> on your, uh, I read on your uh, website that uh, that you promised yourself you will check out the equipment there. And you yeah, said I did. yes with, with a big, yes, with a big smile. On your, I saw a big smile. Yeah, on because your face. I, yeah, because I only checked it out once. Oh, <laughs> okay. But yeah, well, a promise is a promise. So uh, exactly, yeah, you, you checked it out, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cool, man. Hey, and um, yeah, you, you didn't know that, that Libris was accepting uh, Lightning payments. Uh, so, no, I did uh, not. No, interesting, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought maybe uh, may, yeah, you should know, of course, because you are uh, yeah, one of the founders of, uh, of Mindbus. Can you maybe tell what Mindbus is? Yeah, so, so um, I started working in the late 90s uh, as a developer, as a web developer, basically. And then in, after the dot-com crash, I started my own company with a few of my former colleagues. And that company still exists. It's called Mindbus. Um, and we started off as a, as a normal web development company, but we morphed into this company that now builds uh, an e-commerce platform for, for bookstores. So that's, that's our main source of income in that company. And, and Libris is a, a big uh, chain store of, of bookstores in the Netherlands, and and we serve that that uh, the Libris uh, chain stores. Yeah. Well, in Hilversum, cool. we really have a Bitcoin uh, enthusiast there. <laughs> no, well, Steph and I um, were. I uh, when was it? It was last year, uh, I think, mm-hmm. in the uh, in the last quarter. And um, yeah. uh, we had a meetup there uh, with um, uh, two of our uh, community members, which released a book. And the book it was about Bitcoin, and everything can be bought there uh, with Bitcoin. It was, uh, yeah, and it was so heaven. Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's a shame that we don't offer it um, on the website of Libris. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because um, you. It, so we we use a payment service provider that handles all the payments for for online uh, for online payments, and uh, and they don't offer it, so it's not an option with them. Yeah. Uh, so hence we don't offer it. But um, one option, one possible option, is to uh, to use bid refill and buy a, buy a gift card. You could buy. So in the Netherlands they offer uh, they offer to buy 
VVV pay, uh, gift cards, and you can pay with those pick, uh, with those gift cards. You could pay at the Libris website, so that would be uh, like a workaround to still be able to uh, yeah. yeah to use uh, Lightning. That, yeah, well, that's we, smart. Because we yeah. we suspected you uh, of orange pilling <laughs> one of those uh, one of those stores, uh, but it wasn't you. <laughs> no, 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 it was not me. <laughs> hey, and uh, guys, do you know the difference between a cat and a dog? Hardly anymore. So yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've studied. I've, I've studied. I have a degree in veterinary science. Yeah, uh, but that's been twenty years ago since I got that degree. So um, yeah, no, I, I uh, and I don't own any pets. So yes, no, that's 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 in the, in in the past. <laughs> but yeah, but, but how how come that you then because it's it's a total different world, right? How yeah. come that you that you changed your yeah well your whole behavior and 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 now are so interested in in Bitcoin, but not only Bitcoin in like uh, the Lightning Network. So yeah, um, it was an interesting uh, uh, story uh, back when I was had to choose something to study. I thought that I would like to study uh, veterinary science. So I signed up for it and they accepted me. And I, uh, and this was in 95. So, I mean, really long time ago. <laughs> yeah. And um, after a few years into the study, uh, I, I found out that I didn't really saw myself working as a vet. And at the same time, I was always really interested in computers. Um, and I was already working as um, like a freelance web developer, building small websites back then. Uh, so I thought, well, why not start working as a part-time job next to my study? Uh, so I did and then finished my study. Well, pretty soon I started working full-time, actually. I still hadn't finished my study, but I promised my parents I will finish because they thought, oh my God, my son is <laughs> not finishing university uh -oh. and he's going to work. He's going to work at a dot-com company. Nothing will, nothing will come of him. <laughs> so I promised them, no, I will finish the study. So I, I did. I finished the study and um, have been working in IT ever since. Cool, man. Yeah, cool. And, and yeah, you, you wrote two papers um, uh, on the Lightning Network. Uh, yes. Um, very recent. And yeah. that is, uh, yeah, one of our main topics in, in the 21 minutes part. Uh, it's, it's a bit technical. So, Edward, <laughs> I may rely on you a bit because I'm not, I'm not really technical. Well, but um, I have them here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're taking notes. Um, but, um, and, uh, well, it's, um, yeah, I'm, I'm taking notes. I'm going to write it down and then uh, I'm uh, okay, searching. Cool, what, um, and I, I saw a lot of formulas. I'm not gonna, going uh, to, uh, <laughs> to go in depth, but uh, we have a lot they of questions. A bit they made me a bit nervous, but um, <laughs> yeah, well, I think we have some pretty nice questions for you, uh, Gijs. So uh, yeah, we would love to enter the 21 minutes and, exactly. uh, and fire them to you. Are you ready, uh, Gijs? Yes, I'm up for it. Okay, okay then. There it. we go. Conecta el mundo. Well, in your um, most recent paper, you wrote something about uh, the um, balance discovery attack. Can you explain what it is? 
Um, yes. Well, um, the basic concept of the balance discovery attack is um, to find out the balance of um, a channel that isn't yours. So in Lightning Network, you have you have channels with your with other nodes, but there are also channels that you don't know the balance of uh, between two different nodes. And the balance discovery attack uh, uses a technique to find out the balance of those uh, of those channels. And it's a it's an attack that uh, uh, wasn't invented by me. I was working on it together at the same time with somebody else. Uh, but um, so after the after that attack was announced, that was a possibility. Um, I wrote my first paper on um, improving that attack, on making it um, uh, able to discern more more balances uh, that weren't able. That the first paper wasn't able to discern. So that was my first paper. Cool. And yeah, it's it's yeah obviously a, a, um, a privacy concern, but. What does privacy mean in the context of the Lightning Network to you? Um, well, actually, the privacy in the context of the Lightning Network has lacked a proper definition for quite some time. But nowadays, most papers use uh, two basic notions of privacy, and that is uh, on-path relationship anonymity, so that each node in a payment path doesn't learn anything more than only the node that comes before it and after it, just like in onion routing, right? Yeah, yeah. So just like in the Tor network. <coughs> so that's that's one privacy notion. And the other one is off-path uh, value privacy, which means that um, a user outside uh, a payment path um, cannot learn any information about the payment that's being uh, transacted. Only the people in the payment path know, know something about the value of the payment, but everybody outside the payment path doesn't know any, do not know anything about the value of the payment. <coughs> and uh, so that's, that's, those are the two notions of privacy in Lightning Network. And, um, and the balance discovery attack uh, attacks the latter, so it attacks the, the value privacy. And um, you talk about the dimensions of privacy, so personal and relational uh, makes sense, but can you describe what spatial means? Yeah, so, so spatial uh, privacy in the, in the context of online privacy is about people invading your online space. For instance, they could shitpost on your website in the comments, or they could invade your timeline in... Yeah. Uh, or in your Facebook. Um, so that's a part of online privacy as well, having those spaces protected from shit posters. But it doesn't relate to my, to my research. Okay. Um, but what do you think about all these Lightning community that exists then? Because, uh, for instance, our Lightning uh, uh, community group on Telegram, where people can connect, what, what do people have to be aware of? So... I uh, actually find those uh, Lightning communities, those Telegram communities, uh, rather useful. I've uh, uh, used them quite a lot to ask questions, uh, uh, just to connect with people, to see how they how they set up their node. So it's a really interesting source of information. Um, I think one of your first guests, uh, Marnix Klug, yeah. Um, yeah. 
he he runs a really big node, so he could provide me with information about the average average size of a payment in the Lightning Network, which was really helpful for my for my paper. Um, so I have nothing but good things to to tell about those Telegram groups. I do feel that sometimes I get just joined into a group where they only share like investment advice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah trading that, and that feels a, <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um that feels a little bit fishy always so yeah. um, i just i just uh yeah you just have to be aware uh like you always have to be aware i, I guess exactly and in in the paper you wrote in 2020 you disclosed a security issue uh, this issue makes it yeah. possible to determine uh, the channel balances uh, can you tell us how it exactly works so, so that first paper, yeah, so there are two parts in that first paper. It's the, the balance disclosure tag that is used to determine balances, and that works um, <coughs> by, <coughs> I'm sorry, uh, that okay. works by creating fake payments. So um, let's assume that there's a channel between Alice and Bob, and I will, and I'm I'm the attacker. Let's call me Mallory. Mallory is the malicious person in this in this whole story. <laughs> and I open up a channel with Alice. So I have a channel with Alice, and I don't know anything about the channel. I know that there exists a channel between Alice and Bob, but I, and I know the capacity of that channel, but I don't know the balance of that channel. So now what what Mallory does is Mallory creates a fake payment and fake in the sense that it uses a payment hash that isn't uh, on an invoice provided by Bob. It's just a random payment hash. And then she tries to pay Bob. Um, and if that payment succeeds, Bob will be, so it will never succeed because it's a fake payment hash. So Bob will reply uh, saying, this is a payment hash that I don't know. Um, and then I try a bigger payment. Mallory tries a bigger payment, and at some point, uh, Alice will say, I don't have enough uh, balance on my side to let that payment through. So, the, so I will always get an error back, but either it's an error from Bob, from uh, saying that the, it's a payment hash he doesn't know, or it's an uh, error message from Alice saying that she doesn't have enough uh, balance on her side to relay the payment. And that difference between those two uh, error messages, that makes it possible to discern the exact uh, balance on Alice's site. Yeah, and that can be, of course, a, a big privacy uh, or security issue. If, if, you, if you can connect, if you can connect that, that node to a, to a person, uh, you may attack that person and uh, try to see yes. it or something. And and the error yeah, messages also, the error messages have some information in it uh, that uh, can help you further to uh, to make use of it yeah yeah so so you can do a, a lot of things with it um, if you track a balance over time then you will be able to see that a payment has occurred in that channel so that you get more information um, follow up papers on my paper uh, found ways to to so in, in my in my um, paper i had to open up a channel with with alice to be able to to determine the balance between alice and bob then a follow-up paper said well you can 
you make you can use longer routes and find out all the balances of those along that route. So then it became the attack became even more scalable. So you could find out pretty much all the balances of all the channels in a network and in a really really fast uh, uh, tractable way. So um, yeah. And one of the one of the possible solutions to this issue is approximate differentially private payment channels. Uh, it's a mouthful. <laughs> Can you yeah, tell us more is. about uh, what it is? Yeah. So so um, my last paper is uh, indeed about using uh, differential privacy, which is a known technique that's being used in all kinds of uh, situations. Um, and what it does is it uses um, a noising mechanism to add noise. And in my case, it adds noise to a payment. So my idea was that um, if you uh, relay a payment through a, through a channel, then you would follow up that payment directly after with like, like in a, like in a uh, atomic way, uh, directly after that, that payment that has been relayed, you would follow up with a small payment of a random amount. Then for somebody who does two balance discovery attacks, one before the payment and one after the uh, payment that has been noised with that extra payment, that person wouldn't be able to find out what amount has been transacted through that channel. So, so that was the idea of my last paper to use uh, noise actually to make it, not to make the balance discovery attack uh, impossible because it's still possible to mount the attack, but the information that you gain from it becomes yeah. useless. Yeah. Cool, man. And uh, well, onion routing um, properties uh, of payments give senders of a transaction a lot of privacy. And uh, why is it that receivers of a payment, uh, it's totally different? So, um, in fact, yeah, <laughs> it's an interesting question. Um, <clears throat> what you see now with, um, so, uh, um, yeah, in, in, an onion, in an onion itself, it's impossible for any uh, node to see anything more than uh, the node that's before you and the node that's after you, right? Yeah. So... In, in routing, from, from the onion perspective, there's no difference uh, between the sender and the receiver's privacy. But, uh, and that's an, in, an interesting point, um, Lightning Network uses source-based routing. So uh, the sender of the, of, the, of the money needs to find a route to the receiver. So the sender has to know who the receiver is um, and that's a way <coughs> that the receiver discloses um, uh, that he is the receiver of, mon of the money, whereas the, the sender of the money never, never discloses that, that he or she is the sender of the money. Um, another point is that uh, when you open up a channel, um, in the channel announcement, you point to a UTXO uh, on the on the first layer, uh, so that's another way of um, uh, linking second and first layer together. Um, 
and um, uh, and that's also another way of if if the receiver of the of the money has opened up the channel uh, through which he receives the money, that UTXO is another point of uh, privacy loss. Yeah, yeah. And rendezvous routing uh, combined with uh, encrypted onion information, that's also um, <coughs> yeah. a part of, of course, a solution. I think that rendezvous, yeah, rendezvous routing is definitely a really interesting uh, technique. And what happens in rendezvous routing is that the receiver of the money um, finds a, a nearby node, a nearby public node that's only like one or two hops away from him. And he creates uh, an onion packet that uh, runs from the public node to his node. Yeah. And then he puts that onion packet inside the invoice and sends that invoice to the sender of the money. Now the sender of the money needs to find a route to that public node, not to the receiver of money, but to the public node. And he then connects both onions together and then gets a route that runs from the sender to the receiver without the sender knowing who the receiver is. Okay, my head is a bit exploding right now, <laughs> but okay, it needs some time to. Uh, I need some time to. It's an awesome solution. It, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And guys, um, yeah, we we also want to ask you some things about lightning. But first, I'm very curious because you now wrote two papers, and obviously you you are thinking about write, uh, writing a third. I I can imagine. Uh, but what will be the subject of your of your third paper, and and when will it be uh, released? Yeah, so my next paper uh, will again be a, a mitigation of the balanced disclosure attack. Um, so I'll keep, uh, I will keep doing research in this little security corner that I carved out for myself. Um, but I have some ideas to also mitigate against another type of attack, um, which is called a grieving attack which is basically a group of attacks on the Lightning Network that work similarly to a denial of service attack. It's a, it's a DDoS attack on the Lightning Network. Um, okay. And I think I have some ideas of mitigating against uh, those attacks uh, as well. It's interesting. Yeah, that DDoS attacks. Uh, I, yeah, I've, I've, yeah, I already read something about that. Um, yeah, if we... Yeah, go way ahead in time and, and, and maybe Lightning is, is the, the main... Uh, uh, way of payments, then it yeah it can be a really big issue if this is this if this dangerous yeah. attack is yeah. uh, is happening, right? Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. Uh, so it's a it's a, a grieving attack in the sense that it's only the only effect of the attack is that it's really annoying. So you really and annoying in the sense that it can be really harmful, right? I mean, you basically make the entire lightning network impossible or parts of it impossible to use yeah yeah so yes if 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 the the mainstream adoption of lightning network grows then then just like with internet um uh, ddos will become a, a real issue and um are you a more a scientist or developer or exactly are you also going to write uh, the solution or are you uh, yeah trying to um, uh, use the perspective of, uh, of, of a scientist uh, currently, I feel more like a scientist, but yeah. it depends on the day on the day of the week that you ask me. 
Um, <laughs> but that 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 being said, uh, I I I'm part of doing research. You don't see it in the paper, but part of the research is also writing uh, uh, proof of concepts, developing proof of concepts, and writing quite a bit of code. So so uh, I, I definitely still <laughs> do some some developing. Okay, <laughs> cool. At night. <laughs> In JavaScript, um, of course. <laughs> uh, well, a lot of uh, Python, actually. Actually, yes, a lot of Python uh, lately. Great. And uh, do you think that, for example, our rings of fire concept will evolve in an underground lightning network where there is more trust between pairs instead of trying to do everything trustless, so ap avoiding the public graph? Um, it's... A I think it, it could go both ways. Um, I really like the concept of uh, the rings of fire. So where you create, so where you promise to create uh, channels in, a, in like a huge ring. Um, I really like that concept. I like, it introduces a, a level of trust uh, into lightning where I'm, that, that I, where I'm fine with. Um, because even if somebody breaks that trust, the, the worst thing that happens is that you open up a channel <coughs> and don't get anything in return for it, right? So, yeah. Um, yes, I mean, you don't run a huge risk. Um, so, yes, I could definitely see that developing into something bigger. Um, I know that uh, the scientist uh, René Picard, the Dutch uh, of a German scientist that is somewhat famous was somewhat famous because he he uh, he wants uh, zero base fee. He has written yeah. a paper about zero base fee. Um, he in a previous paper he said that there's also that according to him there should be an option to share information with the peers of your peers. So with all the nodes. He called them friends of friends. All the nodes that are one degree away from from your node, uh, like sharing your balance of your of your channels with the, that group of of nodes, to make, for instance, make it um, easier to to route payments because you know uh, because you know the balances of those channels as well. So you don't know all the balances, but you do know the balances of your friends of friends. And um, so in that way, you would share more information with peers that you trust. Uh, and I think there, that's an interesting direction. But on the other hand, I could also see uh, some research being done into rings of fire uh, and uh, finding some cryptographic trick to make it possible to... Um, uh, make the whole process of a ring of fire atomic so that it mm -hmm. either works or it doesn't and nobody runs any risk. So you, I could also see, I could see it developing in both ways with more trust in peers or having rings of fire work in a trustless, trustless environment as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think because we yeah we open all these subgroups uh, with 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 the participants participating in the uh, specific ring, and yeah, it's also like a social happening, right? So you you learn yeah, exactly. from each other. Uh, a lot of um, um, node operators who are just getting started, so they want to learn a lot, and 
yeah, we can all um, give each other all uh, all kinds of information, and I think that is what is uh, yeah so special about this concept. That I know that that Bitcoin says don't trust verify, but in this case, it's also nice to trust someone on on the the information they have or the experience they have. So. I think that's that's yeah that's what makes that 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 uh, concept very special. And that could be the underground lightning network. Yeah, I hear the ticking noise. I have uh, um, I have a nice question for um, beginners. Uh, do you have an advice for beginners to uh, start building their fresh node? Perhaps some points of attention regarding privacy, of course, and security. Um, yes, uh, I do have uh, I do have some advice actually. Um, uh, one piece of advice that I would love to have had when I started out is um, why not try setting up a node on the testnet first and not not do uh, not just to dabble around with it or even what I now do quite a lot is uh, for my research is um, I have um, several nodes running in Docker containers on my computer. And they connect through the REC test network. So that's a yep. local network where you just can create blocks uh, on the fly. Um, and um, just play around with it before you start working with real Bitcoin. Just get a feel for yep. all the clients that there are. And maybe try all of them out. I've tried all of them out now. I've uh, <laughs> C-Lightning, LND, Eclair. I've used them all. So I would definitely, if you're serious about having your own node, Try to play with it first on either testnet or rec test. Okay. Yeah, we will yeah. put some links in the show notes also. I think it's uh, great. I never, I never thought about it. <laughs> Do you have a test for a testnet node actually, Edward? Because I, I, I don't. I was, um, uh, I'm building one for uh, for testing it with the jury. The, uh, our. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, well, <laughs> time is very important. Uh, so I'm testing now on my uh, in-production lightning node. That's not a good uh, thing, but uh, I always take very good care. Uh, but I, um, if I want to do more experimental things, I just don't do it now. So I'm uh, waiting to uh, to build it and then start uh, doing that kind of things. But, but you learn a lot uh, with that. Yeah, and see lightning. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. Be honest. Be honest with me. Did you uh, lose? Uh, did you lose some Satoshi uh, <laughs> with the test going uh, going wrong? Uh, no, no, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Luckily, not. No, I really am uh, honest right right I now. I think. I think, guys. I think, guys, that uh, Edward, his wife, is in the same room, and he, <laughs> he can't answer. Uh, yeah. uh, he yeah. can't answer this question. <laughs> but but I was anxious uh, one day, and I had um, um, put uh, wrong. Uh, symbol in our in my lnd config and that was really stupid but in the end uh, i like it when it's a puzzle and you find it out that where uh, the problem is and then it works again and then it's hallelujah <laughs> yeah 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 okay well no, I, I i i did i did lose so much oh, i needed yeah. to yeah. Yeah, my wife's Austin. not in the room yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> we won't but tell i think for scientists uh sometimes it's uh, uh things can go bad and then you have like the swedish chef uh things go bad in the kitchen and <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Well, guys, um, we had a really a lot of questions. Uh, you saw them all, uh, but we didn't ask uh, all of them uh, because of the 21 minutes, of course. So uh, we would be happy to um, yeah, invite you back uh, some other day. That would be nice. <laughs> yeah, it would be great. Verbind de wereld. 
Guys, uh, last week we had uh, Madeline Ash from uh, from Platnet, and uh, we asked uh, we asked Matt to come up with a question for you. Um, Edward will play the audio file, and then we want uh, yeah we really want to hear your answer. Here it comes. Yes. Okay. The, with the different focused lightning implementations that there are several out there. Um, is there any concern in, or do you have any concern in the future about them not working together? And um, is what would you propose as a solution to any of those concerns? Well, I, th I think that's a really great question. Um, in general, I think it's a, it's a good thing we have multiple implementations. I think that Eclair and C Lightning and LD push each other to new heights. Um, but uh, one of the, I, I didn't talk about it just now, but one of the other things I found is a, a network vulnerability that uh, was due to um, different clients having a different implementation of the uh, Lightning Network bolt specifications. And uh, th that made it possible for me to close down remote channels. So channels that weren't my channel, I could close them down by creating a special uh, payment that was uh, that contained some, some information that was wrong. And then I could close down channels between different nodes. So a channel between C Lightning and Eclair or a channel between C Lightning and L&D, I was able to close them down. Um, and um, so, so having multiple clients is also an attack surface. And um, <coughs> I think all three clients could improve their testing with regards to the interoperability of those clients. So they should have a test pad with those three clients doing all sorts of test scenarios um, between each other. Um, and I know that they are doing this kind of testing. But it's still something that I feel that might be improved upon. Yeah, because cool. it can really help each other uh, in that way. So yeah, yeah, yeah nice. Yeah. I think you, I think you will write plenty of uh, papers in the future. I think guys. there's plenty of work, yeah, for <laughs> scientists. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, I can keep on doing this. Yes, well, as long as I like. Yeah. And next time uh, we have a new guest. His name is uh, Jack Everett, uh, and he's a founder and CTO of Thunder Games. A whole nother uh, uh, part of Lightning. And uh, we want to ask him a question of you. Do you have a question for him? Yes, I do. I would like to ask him, uh, what do you think about the concept of Bitcoin citadels? And how does the concept of living together in a citadel, how does that relate to the concept of decentralization? Ooh, that's nice. Yeah, and that's an interesting. I'm one. <laughs> thinking about the Citadel and then playing uh, Thunder game. Uh, game. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's interesting. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, did you uh, did you hear the episode with Chino? Because he is talking about the Mesh Citadel concept. Yeah, as as a posit so, uh, to uh, yeah to uh, well to the yeah, Citadel. Yeah, hyperbitcoinization, but I, differently. Oh no, I, I haven't. I haven't listened to that to that episode. So I'm 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 really interested in that as well. Yeah, yeah. I, will, I will definitely yeah, I check it out. Uh, yeah, you definitely must. Yeah, man. yeah, it's an cool. it's an inter interesting one. Yeah. Forbid the world. Well. Thank you uh, for uh, being with us. I think it's um, yeah we we had a blast. It was very interesting. 
Um, yeah. And I was also thinking, uh, is it possible uh, for our listeners to read the, the papers if they want? And uh, where do they find them? Yes, um, it's possible. Um, um, my latest paper, so my first paper is, is public, so everybody can download it. Um, I think you guys will put the link in the show notes. And mm-hmm. otherwise you can find it on my website, uh, gijsvandam.nl. Um, and my latest paper is currently freely available, but will become uh, only available behind a paywall uh, within time. But now, for, still for 50 days from now, I think it's uh, it's for freely available. And uh, I will put the link or, in, on my website, and I hope you will put it in the show notes yep, as well. We will do that. Cool. Hey, thank you, guys. Uh, I was thinking just w- one more thing. Why, why not reading a, uh, writing a, a book <laughs> instead of all these these papers? Or maybe yeah, combine if it. If you finish your if you finish your twelfth paper or so, you can all combine them, and then then it's a book, right? Uh, I mean, um, I think that uh, Rene Picard just uh, released a, a Lightning Network book uh, together with um, uh, the guy from L and D. Um, so um, that's 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 the gold standard for technical lightning network books right now, yep. and I don't have anything to add to it at this moment. But who knows in the future? Maybe. Second edition, maybe. <laughs> cool. Nice. <laughs> hey, thanks again, uh, guys. Yeah, you're yeah. welcome. It was a pleasure. Well, thanks uh, for listening to all listeners, and thanks for uh, to all members participating in uh, the Satoshi Radio Rings of Fire. And of course, thanks to everyone uh, helping us to connect the world. If you want to support us in our mission, then you can donate using the bot in your uh, our Telegram group. And don't forget to like and share our content on your favorite platform or uh, podcasting 2.0 app. And keep those notes running, sets flowing, and rings burning. And see you all next week with Jack Everett of Thunder Games on the same Lightning Channel. Selamat tinggal, guys. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Jumpa lagi.